Uh, so Garrett, I was thinking, you know, that like, I just want to be really supportive of you and your desire to be a podcaster. And I know, you know, that like, maybe that's not a super lucrative um, career path. And I'd like to protect you from that as your friend. But I've realized that you can basically do whatever you want, um, because you were a child over the age of uh, 11. So... I just wanted to say that I'm supportive. Um, I, I have a couple things to respond with that. Okay. Um, the first one is I have a day job. <laughs> oh, thank God. Okay. Whew. I was real worried. Um, th- there's no money being made off of this. This is, this is a net like red. This is a red line in the finances. We're doing this for charity, is what you're telling me, or like uh, we're a nonprofit? Um, no, there's there's no money coming in. Oh, well, why are we doing this then? We're I thought we lived in a capitalist society. Um, well, fuck capitalism, first of all. Ooh-ooh. Um, second of all, for the fun of it. Ah, okay. For the art. Oh, for art, art for art's sake. For the aesthetic. What is the aesthetic? Um, mo- mostly just Alice's aesthetic in this episode. Oh, I, I knew, I knew that deep in your heart, you are Alice McCoy. Uh, that, you make that sound really bad. No, I do not. Um, anyway, putting that aside, how about we record this podcast? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. That sounds, I, I'm in support of that. Okay, cool. Hello and welcome to Going Digital Colon a Digimon Rewatch podcast where I am Shin Garrett. And I am Kit Kat. Last I and checked. Cool. When did you last check, though? Uh, not that recently, actually. Oh, maybe you should recheck just in I case. Should... Well, for the moment, I am Kit Kat. Okay, that's fair. And um, this week we uh, watched episode 44 of Digimon Tamers. It's either called The Messenger or. Uh, the Mysterious Girl, Bringer of Miracles, Doberman, who is a Digimon and not a Doberman, but he looks like a giant Doberman. Right, yes. Yeah, so would you like to tell me about this episode of Digimon, Digital Monsters? Uh, it, for sure, yes. Um, this episode begins with and is about half of the content um, is a news report. Um, talking about the situation in West Shinjuku, um, which says that the the mass is still growing and it's getting hot in here, so take off all your clothes, put them in a suitcase, and fucking leave because it's scary. Uh, which makes it feel like spring break in February, according to Takato. And then um, Takato and Henry are talking. They're staying at the school again. Uh, Rika comes in and there's this weird moment where our view of them is through like a fisheye lens, essentially, um, from above. And then it, it, while they're talking, and then it switches back to kind of 
our more regular point of view for them. Um, and the curtains like rustle out, which is not ever addressed again in this episode. Um, so we'll see if that amounts to anything. Uh, but then they're talking about Jerry being missing and Takato's like, my heart is hurting. Um, then it switches back to the TV um, show, a uh, special report on this. And a professor from a university is talking um, to the sort of TV talking head, saying that Hypnos uh, is related to the Digimon situation and something something satellite network. Then they're showing um, footage from the probe that we saw in the last episode or the episode before that, uh, and they're talk they're calling the inside of the D Reapers like. Uh, lava lamp bubble abnormal space so they're saying that um, there are steel these like creatures are coming out of abnormal space which is those weird steel birds on wires and whatever that puppet thing was that, that the kids fought um, then they switch to Rob McCoy from Palo Alto University which I'm going to put a pin in that um, he's part of the he's part of Henry's dad's team and talks about how these beings actually are not Digimon, um, and uh, that the Digimon have evolved. Um, and then it seems to show footage of a kid drawing Digimon that we know, um, like Agumon's in there. And so, you know, apparently Takato actually is just bringing back the tradition of drawing your own Digimon into life. Um, although maybe more directly. Uh, and then it's, it's just Rob talking about that. Meanwhile, the kids go back to the bakery and they see a note um, that tells them to go to Rika's house and they start going, but Rika's like, is this a trap? And Takato keeps seeing Jerry, who in his mind, I guess, is ranting about how everyone's very selfish and questioning the value of human beings, essentially. Then it goes back to the TV show. And another Palo Alto University assistant professor, also going to put a pin in that, is pointing out that um, there's like umbilical cords between these creatures and the mass of the D-Reaper. Uh, and says that the D-Reaper was like this basic program, but absorbed a Digimon and learned their capacities and created an agent, which that isn't really explained. Um, meanwhile, apparently Takato like ran off to get Jerry because he thought he saw her, but she wasn't actually there when he got there. But Renamon says she also felt a presence. Um, and then it, it switches actually to Flippy and the long haired assistant of his. And she says basically like, you know, you don't have to take responsibility for all this. It really wasn't your fault. The, you know, digital world wasn't going to stay free forever. Someone was going to try to control it. You're really just the first person. And he's like, well, I wasn't trying to be the first fool. And he doesn't think now that these things should be controlled. Henry's dad runs up all excited because they found the old code for the D-Reaper. Flippy is also excited. So now that I can compare it and I guess figure out exactly what happened. Um, uh, Rika and Takato, well, Rika's mom and her grandmother, Takato's parents and Henry's mom are all at Rika's house with a meal that they prepared for them, including Guillemot bread. Um, and so they start sitting down and then it switches to Kulaman, who's looking at the D Reaper in the background behind this large building and Kulaman's lonely. Impmon shows up and like punches him, I'm guessing kind of playfully. 
and is like, you know, where have you been, etc. And Kulaman's like, oh, he was with Jerry, but then she disappeared. And Impmon's like, oh, shit, that's right. I straight up murdered Liamon. I should be responsible for that since my friends helped me find my partners again. I need to be helping her. So then he disappears. Um, then it switches to a press conference where the people who built Hypnos um, are like, denying that it was used for any nefarious government purposes, but then that's actually interrupted by breaking news that something is going on in West Shinjuku. Um, and we see uh, Goth Girl and Bad Clifford um, are running from D-Reaper thingies, and um, then it switches back to the kids having their meal with their parents, um, and everybody's saying thank you, and then we see that Renamon ate separately for whatever reason, uh, which I guess is character building, and then um, they tell us, they're looking, so the Henry's dad's team and Flippy and all the others are like looking at a map of where the D-Reaper's moving, and they're saying like, oh, the, the original D-Reaper was primitive, because they're looking at the code for that. The digital world version of the D-Reaper was deleting anything it touched, and this new flavor, real world remix D-Reaper is avoiding parks and possibly plant life and possibly all life, but then that's curious because, well, it's possible that the kids are attacking first, but I don't know. That part they didn't say. Um, then during the dinner, or like the dinner's done and everybody's like chatting with each other and the digivices start reacting and the kids are like, oh no, we have to go. And their parents are like, well, we've talked about this, you know, parents are responsible for their children and they can't let their kids do dangerous things. But you know, you're 11, that's like basically an adult. So like, go ahead and just do whatever the fuck you want. Um, that sounds good. And then everybody kind of cries and hugs and lets the kids go. Uh, and then they switch again to the reporter who's wearing a jacket now because she's further, I'm assuming she actually is further away from the D-Reaper, so it's not so hot anymore. And it's interrupted by some kind of explosion or something. And then, like, Flippy's looking out the window like WTF, runs to his desk, and he realizes that he can still see the connection to the arc, even though the arc isn't there anymore. Um, then we switch to the kids and their Digimon are fighting the D-Reaper thingies, uh, and they're winning this time, and they end up saving Goth Girl. Um, then we switch back to Flippy, and the Ark is actually trying to communicate with all the computers, it looks like. Then it switches back, and, um, the Goth Girl, whose name we now know is Alice, says that she and Dobermon have been looking for the Tamer team, um... Then there's some exposition from the team about the ARC having just been the Digicore, but now it might be sentient, they think. Um, and we see Roy messing with his family photos. And in one, there's the little kid who is drawing the Digimon and he's with Roy. And in the other photo, there's one with Alice in it. Not in her goth getup, but she is there. Which, like, da-da-da. And so then Doberman tells the kids that he's there to deliver something but he doesn't get to tell him what right away because the bridge gets destroyed and oh no the kids can't defeat this baddie we they're having a hard time and they're like oh no we can't do this without being ultimate but we can't do that without being data so what are we gonna do and goth girl's like oh actually that's why we're here and it turns out that the holy beast sent doberman and then we see that the on the screen on flippy's screen the circle full of 
static that represents the arc's communication is there and then we pass through that and then we see the digital world that's been kind of partially infected by the D-Reaper and it's sort of mo moving off or like expanding out in a direction, um, presumably into the real world. And there's a bunch of little spots lighting up and disappearing, which is presumably the holy beasts attacking um, the D-Reaper. And Doberman says, thanks. Um, to Alice and Alice is like oh is it time already and he's like sure is babe and then he leaps into the air while giving some exposition about how the holy beasts um, want them to succeed and the D-Reaper that's come to the real world is the most evolved part of the D-Reaper and so he was sent to give them the power to fight it so then he splits into two red and blue dog-headed comets <laughs> Uh, and the kids are like, fuck yeah, we gotta fight. They are right. So they call their Digimon's names and then they hold their Digivices up in the air like they just don't care, except actually they really do care. And then cliffhanger. Yep. That's the episode. Um, I, I'm going be lenient and give you an A-. minus. Um, my, my nitpick is that you forgot the mention where... Takato said he snuck out to check in to where Jerry was located to, and he found out she was missing from there. Oh, I straight up didn't see that part. <laughs> I didn't catch that. I, I knew he, like, disappeared, or, like, he knew that she disappeared, but I didn't know how he knew that. Okay. My bad. Um, but, yeah, that that is my only critique. So can I talk for a second about Palo Alto University? Um, yeah, sure. That's fine. Because this is just a little thing, uh, and it, it's not a big deal. Um, Palo Alto is where Stanford University is located, so I'm assuming that they're trying to say without, you know, causing uh, problems with Stanford maybe suing people for using their name, that these people are supposed to be from Stanford. However, there actually is a Palo Alto University, um, except that Palo Alto University is specifically for people who want to become clinical psychologists and they don't have any other sort of um, majors. That's all that they teach. So if these people are from Palo Alto University, they're actually just clinical psychologists um, and not Digimon specialists or computer specialists uh, in any particular way. And I find that endlessly amusing. Oh, um, okay. Good to know. I will take your first world experience for that. <laughs> yeah. But it would be interesting if, like, uh, psychologists are the ones, for some reason, who, like, studied Digimon. Like, what would that say about that? I'm just curious to be in a world where the people who studied creatures potentially sentient creatures for another world are actually psychologists like that would be kind of actually a really interesting way to go about it don't you think i agree okay i do uh, think so then i have one other comment i went to go look up alice uh, mccoy because i was curious if what sort of happens to her um because it seems like you know she's kind of a a different version of Jerry where she knows all along that she's going to lose her partner. Um, oh, did you, did you see that 
wild wiki page too wild wiki page yeah uh i don't know i was on the fandom digimon.fandom.com and it didn't have a lot there was some stuff um but what i wanted to point out was i had a question because i don't usually go on these um there's little boxes around some parts and it's like this information is only considered valid within x um, and there's this one part that says this information is only consi considered valid within the Japanese continuity. And it says Alice was glad that Doberman materialized in the real world. Is that like, why does that have to be separated off? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> but tell me more about um, this other. Did you not read the, the information that's only considered within the United Kingdom continuity? Oh, yeah. No, I did read that, yes. And then followed by the sentence, Alice is probably dead. Right, which is interesting. Okay, so Alice is a goth angel, a goth ghost? Uh, who knows? Um, a plus aesthetic, though. Like, clearly best best aesthetic of any of the kids from the show. Yeah. Um, don't at me. She needs a little hat, though. She needs a lolly hat. Her head is very bare. Like, even some cute black bows on her pigtails, I would be satisfied. Th there are bows They're on the They're not that big, though. They need to be bigger. Uh, okay. I'm sorry. All right. A-plus ecstatic. Um, and that's all I have to say about the episode. Okay, well... Which is completely untrue. Oh, that okay. was the joke. Um, I liked it. It was pretty good. No, nah, nah, it was just, like, good. It was it was more so than pretty good. Mm, um, Alright. I mean, it was, like, a... It was a little jerky moving back and forth, back and forth. But that seems to just be their MO recently, so... True. I mean, yeah, it it was weird in some places. It overall wasn't too bad. Um, I don't know. I think it just did a good job of like, of kind of explaining some stuff with the D Reaper, and doing some stuff with the kids. Yeah, you know, I felt like it. Um, it worked pretty well with just showing everything that's in play. Um. I do think it's weird how apparently no one is super freaked out by this giant D-Reaper thing destroying the city. Like, they're reporting on it, on it like some pretty boring-ass news. Well, I mean, that's just how news people talk. If you watch the news about coronavirus, similarly, they're a little well, That's just I how they don't, are. Because I don't hate myself. Or like 9-11. Or like how old were you when 9-11 happened? Like, um, I was... I, I was in middle school. Yeah, I was in 10th grade. Um, you, you were, whatever it was, it was three years ahead than so me. You were in, like, 7th grade, probs. That sounds right. Yeah. Um, so, it was very similar. Like, they were, like just use their TV news anchor voice. That's what they always do. So I don't find that to be out of character. 
Okay, I guess that's fair. Uh, but there's like, I wish I kind of just wanted to see like some people being like, "What the fuck." There was none of that, though. Everybody's just like, eh, this is a thing we're dealing with now. Well, it's all the Godzilla attacks, you know? They've just gotten used to it. I don't know if Godzilla is canonical in the Digimon universe. I don't know either. Um, but I guess that's a fair point. I didn't think about that. I guess I just expect people to react more to events that suck. But... The, the secret is that that won't happen because the world's bad. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. And that's also like half of the episode. Well, it, I also, I mean, I was kind of curious because the, so two of the, well, Roy is definitely in Japan working on the project with Henry Stad and Flippy. And or Dolphin, I guess his name is. I don't know. Anyway, um, the other two people they showed, I don't think we're a part of the team. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I think you're right. So one of them was from a university, I'm assuming in Japan. I, I'm afraid I am ill-informed about the names of Japanese universities. Um, but, And then the other one was from Palo Alto University. Wink, wink. Um, and that's where it said Roy was from also. So maybe he's working with his, his teammates back in California. No, Flippy like legit walks up to him when he's talking about the, the arc stuff. Right. I know I'm saying Roy is in Japan, but the other person who was on there was from the same university. So presumably is working with Roy on these projects from California. Yeah. I mean, or they just got someone on to talk about it. Right, which is possible, but they at least know enough to say some of the same words, which would imply that this is something people have, like, known about, or just, like, how would you feel well enough informed about a subject that you'd never heard of before this just started happening now? Well, I mean, it's possible they could have worked together back back when they created Digimon in the past. Right, also So it's possible. working off some of that. Because yeah. clearly that was a bigger group because they found, like, the old, like, D-Reaper code from, like, someone in Germany, I think Germany. they said. Yes, indeed. Um, yeah, so new stuff is interesting. It's an interesting way to frame it, I suppose. It's a, it's a fairly, I want to say clever, but it's a, it's a solid way to, like, plot dump information to the viewer in a in like a ca- a canonical way in the universe. Yeah, it was actually kind of cool. Um, the family stuff is is okay. Um, it's hit and miss. I think. Yeah, I mean, I think they were trying to just be like, we've come to terms with this, and we want you to know that we support you. Which is fine, but I just, if I were a parent, I'd be like, well, I will be going with you, you know, you need to let me know where you're at, you are 11, even if you are the savior of all mankind, like, you're still an 11-year-old child, and you need support and mentorship, you know? 
Right. Also, like, there wasn't any resolution for anybody, really. Except, like, the Rika family stuff. I think that stuff's pretty good. Like, I like that how it's just, like, not super resolved with Rika's mother and, and her handling with it, which I think is a good touch. Yeah. Because, um, like, the Henry's mother one just seems super weird. Because, like, they had, like, a huge conflict before he just kind of left. And, like, that that doesn't come up. Right. And they're just like, eh, it's life now. We're just not going to talk about that time that mom lost her goddamn mind and told me I couldn't go. Yeah. And then has is just, like, all cheerful sunshine now yeah it would have been nicer if she was like quiet and he was worried and she was like no you know i've it's really this is really hard for me but i recognize that this is also really hard for you and it's something that you need to do and as your mother the thing i want to do most is support you like that would have been better which is why uh the the rika side of thing was the best part because it got closest to doing that yeah Whereas, like, Chicago's parents are just like, thank fucking God we don't have to be your parents anymore. Bye. You know. Yeah. And at least Rico's mom was also like, we 100% don't condone this, but, you know, situation. Right. I I had feelings about that, obviously, from my explanation of what happened. That's fair. Um, It was, I mean, like, surface level, it was pretty okay. It was pretty, it was pretty cute, but... Getting into it, logistic-wise, it kind of starts to fall apart. The intent was a good idea. Execution, not the best. Yeah. Yeah, they tried. Yeah, which, like, it is what it is. Uh, They they were so close, though, because just, like, Rika stuff, pretty solid. Yeah. Um, What else what else happened this episode well i'm not clear i understand what's happening with the arc business um i don't think we're it's trying to communicate something back to the the humans quote unquote okay so arc arc developed like an ai and its own like free will because it did the thing helping with um, getting everybody back to the real world after that arc shenanigans in the beginning. Right. Um, then it disappeared, which I believe was assumed for it to be going back to the digital world. Right. And so, like, now with this, I believe it's trying to relay something back to, I guess, help the humans out because... It's kind of weird and opens up, like, a lot of questions for me. Just, like, how... Like, this this free will this arc has sure is, like, super not caring about its own self-existence and is super for helping humans out, which is kind of weird. Yeah. Well, and I don't know, like... I, I wish that there'd been a little bit more about that. I also understand what the circle with the static is about. That's the message it's trying to send. But, like, what does that represent or what does that mean? I don't... What does They're trying mean? to figure that out. I guess. I don't know. It was interesting. The arc thing I have question about, because, like... I don't know. Just, like, its personality and free will that it got is... Seems like 
kind of not good with just how it's just like all for helping humans out. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's it's it seems like a class thing, kind of. A class thing? Not well, not not like like a subservient thing. Oh, like my masters, I must save them. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's kind of bad. I mean, if if the D Reaper is then also revealed to be trying to do what it thinks is right for humanity, like that could be interesting. I guess I don't know. It's maybe I don't. I just I don't like it in the arc, just because I don't know. I think it just brings up like a whole lot of weird ethics stuff. So because like what if you program something that was originally just like a tool or a rudimentary AI that was meant to just help people and then it gains sentience, but it's still based off of that logic? Yeah. Like would would you have not just created like a servant at that point? Yeah. Yeah. It's it there is some stuff they're not really dealing with there. And, like, kids' show, I get it. But I, I don't know. It, it it rubbed me the wrong way, and I'm like, that's kind of gross. Yeah. I, I'm hoping that they can come back from that, but it was definitely, like, just there's no character. I mean, if, if you can consider the arc to be a character, right? Right. Then there should be more character development than that. It is interesting that the villain this season, at least for right now, is an amorphous, non-sentient, or potentially sentient, but non-verbal being. Yeah, just this, just like this weird deletion program that that evolved from, I guess, witnessing more complicated things than itself. So that's my bit on arc. Um, Alice, A plus aesthetic still. Um, clearly best character of the season. Your favorite. Doberman is is a Digimon, I guess. Have we seen him before? No. He's just kind of here. And then he dies immediately. Uh, yeah... The it's frustrating because the characters that they seem to put the most the human characters they seem to put the most interesting designs in are always like short lived characters. Yeah, I, I, which why would you do that? I'm not sure what happens to her, but I'm guessing from the wiki, not much. Yeah, she only shows up for like two more episodes and then just isn't seen anymore. That's frustrating. Well, assuming she's even in next episode. Her last appearance is in episode 46. Hmm. So, maybe if we're lucky, we'll see her next episode. We do. So, she gets to be in three whole episodes. I mean, technically, that's more episodes than either you or I has been in. Uh, sure. I guess that's fair. You're not incorrect in saying that. I don't know. Like the Dober, the Dobermon thing is just kind of. 
sentient plot MacGuffin isn't isn't a good look. No, and especially because like then you're doing this like everybody's sacrificing themselves thing, you know, like the arc is sacrificed itself kind of and is like trying to survive and might be inside of the D Reaper. I don't even genuinely know what's happening there. Right. Yeah. Um, the like, why couldn't they just send Doberman? Why couldn't they just put the the DNA strand around like his neck? Yeah, that would have been good. That would have been helpful. And instead, it's like, nope, he's dying. He is, you know, functionally like Jesus Christing himself. Yeah. So, uh, Alice gets to be immediately orphaned by her Digimon. Well, apparently they've been together a while, according to the uh, UK version, at least. That's not canon. It is in the UK. We're not in the UK now, are we? Not anymore. I see what you did there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. D- Doberman, Doberman ki- kind of just a weird thing. Yeah. W- like, just just like have like a, a not sentient MacGuffin instead. And then let like, Dober- yeah, like Doberman like help fight or something. This- yeah, that and also with the, with the arc, similarly, they could have been like, instead of it's trying to send us a message they could have been like um there's still data coming through you know or something like that right it, it it's weird don't super like it but whatever kid show are we supposed to think about it this much no did we yes <laughs> do things hit different depending on the time that you're watching media yes yes am i rambling probably also yes do you have anything else to say? Alice's aesthetic, A+. Plus. You already said that, dear. Yeah, I want to say it again, though. <laughs> um. Oh, Hypno's cover-up's fun. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, that was uh, realistic. Yeah, where they just bullshit, lie, and give non-answers, and then it gets swept, on, swept under the rug because something else happened. Yep. Basically. Not realistic part is when long-haired operator is like, "Hey, Flippy, uh, how's it feel that uh, that you were a total shit before?" And he's like, "Yeah, I was I bad." I mean, she was saying like, "It's not your fault." She didn't really call him out. She was actually kind of trying to. In- I saw it more as a call out. She was just like, "You were the f- you were the first one in a line of this." Well, but she was saying, are you going to take responsibility of this? Because you don't really have to. Like, it's not on you. This would have happened anyway. Maybe. Um, the unrealistic part is he's like, yep, I'm going to do that. I realized that this was bad and we should work together. And uh, I support uh, open source privacy. Yeah. Yeah. Turned around. If only we could do that to Ajit Patel. Is that his name? I don't know. FCC guy. I don't know. Uh, that I think that's all I got. Oh, I mean, I thought that was a good episode. It was fun. 
Like the ne- the positives outweigh the negatives. I think it was it was a it was a good like three out of five episode. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, do you have a poem for me this week? I do. Are you ready? Uh, yes. Oh wait, aren't we gonna say? Oh, I guess we did. That was our rating. We didn't use the Digimon this week. Uh, champion is the converted value. Okay. okay. Um. Okay. So here is my haiku for the week. Okay. Pigtailed goth, goth girl, did you know your sorrowed fate? A partner, no more. Okay, that's pretty solid. I'll I'll give it like an A. Nice, thank you. And uh, this is a podcast on the internet at goingdigitalpodcast.com where there are links to all of the things. There's iTunes, there's Twitter, there's emails. You know the deal. And if it's your first time listening, you probably know the deal from other podcasts. <laughs> so, so just insert your favorite outro here. And um, the Digivolutions aesthetic is is A+. Plus. Is it also Goth Girl? Um, I don't have to answer that question. <laughs> Do you personally associate with the... Um, evolution. I don't have to answer that question either. Mm, I see. And, uh, good time. And goodbye. And stop.